Jcast, I'm John, and I'm here with Joe and Jordan. What's going on, guys? Hey. Hey, we got through with that time. Give it up for me. Cheer him up, cheer him up. Yeah. All right. John, yeah. what does that mean? You say that a lot during the show. I got it from the dudes in Keep Flying. It's just a way to, like, if somebody does something cool or, like, they just just cheer somebody up. Okay. I guess. Like, whenever, whenever you clap, I guess. Fair enough. I don't know. It's funny. I can um, respect that. Yeah. Understandable. John, tell um, who we had on the show recently. We had, I was getting there. We had Tom Towner. He's a good friend of ours. Hey, Tommy Towner. Tommy, Tommy Two Drinks. Tommy Two Drinks. Had, Tommy Tacos. Tommy Tacos. Yeah, a lot of, we have a lot of nicknames for him. Tito. We don't get into it in, into the show, but there's a lot of nicknames for him. But yeah, he's a good friend of ours. He's been around for a while. Hey, anyone who listens, Tom actually prefers being called Paul. So just call him Paul from now on. Is it? All right, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to call him Paul. Yeah, we're just going to call him Paul. Yeah, Paul. No, but really, we talked a lot about a lot of, uh, a lot of things. Tom is yeah. a... Um, is one of those people that's been in the music scene around here for a long time, and he's been yeah. in massive amounts of bands, um, Heisman Hopefuls, Corrections. Uh, he's got Head Splitter going on. He's got um, he's got Coasting a on potential, coasting. Is like his big one. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got another project in the works. Um, just he's doing a lot. Yeah, and he's always been he's doing a very a lot. musically talented person. So yeah, just what like just if you ever if you've ever seen him play drums at a show, you can understand my frustration because I play drums too, and I use that term lightly because I watch him and I just get, I just get so disheartened. I'm like, ah, he's too good. I'll he's, never, he's I'll never the, be as good as him. He's the Jimi Hendrix of drums. That's, I yeah. that doesn't I don't know make if any I'd sense. Say that's that. A, I, that's a joke. I was joking. I don't know if I'd say that, but yeah, he doesn't really. I don't think Tom puts like cuts his forehead open and puts LSD inside it. He might. Do you guys? Did you guys know about that? Apparently, I didn't know about that. Yeah, apparently, I, I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that Jimi Hendrix used to like, well, he would always wear the bandana. He would cut his forehead, put place a tablet of acid in there, and then put the bandana on. From I what I've heard, that I think that's like the '70s equivalent of Marilyn Manson took two of his ribs out to suck his own dick. I don't yeah, know if that's, that's true or not? Is that actually true? No, no, that's not true. No. Oh, okay. Well, I just lost some money. <laughs> that was a terrible joke. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. Here's our episode with Tom. We hope you Paul. guys enjoy it. Paul, sorry, yeah, call him Paul. Yeah, we don't call him Paul once in the interview. I don't think. I know. We'll have to edit that. That's very rude. That we Every time we say Tom, it's just gonna be like a random person. Paul. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, so what have you been up to, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Um, hope you enjoy this podcast. And here's Tom Towner. see that extraordinary did you watch that joe I, I i didn't sleep for two days the stan romanek story yeah you i don't watch know that? Thought, yeah. no i don't even oh know my god about. holy shit we gotta watch that. don't watch it at night 
We gotta. It is. Just watch it at two a.m. Yes. No, it's a bad <laughs> idea. We'll have to get me, you, and Rob at the apartment sometime and watch it. Yeah. Hey, yo, Rob guy. Rob. Shout out In to the, you, buddy. The last podcast we did, we shouted out Rob. Did like, you really? Rob, yeah, we're, yeah, we're we all it. like, Rob yeah. guy, we miss you. And then we shouted out Bear. I miss Bear. Of course, I miss Bear. I, I saw him today and I miss him already. I miss Finn. I yeah, miss me Finn. too. <laughs> I miss having my own place. Dude, it is a game changer. I'm already feeling relieved and I haven't even gotten my room set up yet. <laughs> so. How's but yeah. It, how's it over there, like, other than that? It's nice. Uh, neighborhood's good. And... I haven't really gotten to hang out with JD and Dane too much. I could tell that JD's like wicked excited. Yeah. So I was they're both say, wicked excited. He was Dane's had an her. apartment before, I assume, right? He was, What's that? Has Dane had an apartment before? Neither oh, of no? them are. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, JD was like waiting up for Dane, I guess, like like a like a puppy. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I saw that he was talking about it. It was pretty funny. Um. Yeah, it was it was neat. So what have you been up to, Tom? Just living. 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 Working, stressing out about everything. Yeah, let's talk I mean, about let's talk about some music and uh, your history within music. What is music? What do you? What is, what what is, is music to you? That deep question right away. What is music to you? Oh God, cash money. It's all about <laughs> money. Cash money records. It's all about money and fame, and that's all I've ever cared about. That's doing. Well, there you have it, everybody. Yeah, Tom Townie, just doing it for the money. That's me, just for the money. (laughs) And how's that working out for you? Terrible. I've only made fifty dollars. Hey, where's the script? You guys got a script script. for me? Oh, no no shit. Oh man, this is scary. (laughs) No, I saw. It was was just a video like making fun of YouTube Let's Players and like they were making fun of PewDiePie, and he's like, it's just like an animated thing, and it's like shows him. He gets scared, then he like turns around and he's like, "Oh no!" And it shows him with a script. He's like, "This game is scary." And <laughs> I, that was I don't. Funny. I don't get why people hate on. Like, I mean, I don't watch Let's Play videos a lot, but I don't <clears> get why people hate on PewDiePie so much. I I don't hate. I used to. I used to hate on PewDiePie, but then I stopped. It's more so, not so much anymore. But for a while, for me, because I used to watch Let's Plays like religiously, and um, I know that for me, I didn't like his fans more than anything because pretty much. For a good, like, year and a half, maybe two years, it was just, like, if anybody played any video game ever, one of his fans was like, PewDiePie did this first. I'm like, yeah, he's not the only person allowed to, like, record themselves playing a video game. He didn't invent it. Shut up. Simpsons did it. So, <laughs> that's, that's my take on it. I don't mind PewDiePie anymore. Is he, like, the insane clown posse of YouTube or the Nickelback of YouTube? Oh, God. I don't know. PewDiePie? Ask Tom yeah. that. This is about him. Don't ask me. Yeah, is, is, yeah let's is, talk about Tom. Is PewDiePie the insane clown posse of YouTube, <laughs> or is he the Nickelback of YouTube? Both. Both. Ooh. Ooh yeah. Hurts. He's the smash mouth of YouTube. Oh. Smash mouth hey. of YouTube. I've never watched a single one of his videos, so I have no idea. I can't judge him. Neither have I. <laughs> so, Tom, music, what does it mean to you? Uh, you already asked me that. You didn't you answer you got to give us a real answer. <laughs> yeah. You just said cash money. No, you money. don't care about money that much. <laughs> um, it's uh, a way for me to, you know, say a bunch of stuff, say stuff that I want to say, and uh, it's really, drums is the only thing I've ever been remotely good at, sort of, <laughs> in my opinion, uh, so I'm glad I get to do that for people, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it's just fun. I mean, you've been in a wide variety of bands. Um, I mean, from Scruff the Beard to Head Splitter. <laughs> to Coasting on Potential. This may sound a little weird. This might sound a little weird. 
If you dig far enough, guys, listeners. I mean, all you gotta do is go to YouTube and type yeah, in "scruff the beard." Scruff the beard. I haven't find, even done that. Yet. And you will, you will find the very first show that Tom and I ever played. <laughs> I oh, you were in that band too? Yeah, Tom. We did dual vocals for that. Oh, band. really? Yeah. yeah. We were. It was awful. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> Air quotes. It was Christian like, death metal. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> it was like Devil Wears Prada, but 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 terrible. Not quite terrible. at all. It was really bad. It needs. It needed more synth. That's all it was. Yeah. Yeah. We did try to get a synth player. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. 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 Didn't. No. Wait. No. It, that was Ignite the Ocean. Yeah, okay. That was Ignite the Ocean. Yeah. We tried to get Ricky. I mean, he did it for a little bit and then kind of bailed because he had other things to do. Physics, but dude. Physics, yeah. He's a physicist now, isn't he, or something? I don't know. <clears throat> I what mean, is, like, I know I know you said Scruff the Beard is your first band. Like, do you remember, like, I don't expect you to remember every single one, but, like, do you remember, like, from Scruff the Beard to now the bands that you've been in? For or, the most part, yeah. Oh, go in. Go, go in order? Right away. Okay. Uh, Scruff the Beard. <laughs> Yes. Well, rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, Scruff the Beard, Heisman Hopefuls. Rest in peace. Rip. Um, Ignite Nick. the Oceans, yeah. Corrections. Remember them. Remember them. I miss them. Well, I'm still Head Splitters, R.I.P., but we're coming back. Don't Kinda. you worry. Uh, Bad Dreams. It. I filled in for, what is it, Above the Shoreline. Yep. Played with those dudes for oh, a while. Wow. Are you still in Revelation now? Or is that like no, still a thing? No, that's not a thing anymore. Oh, okay. They played that benefit show we just played oh yeah that's right but uh i think that was just the last time they'll ever be playing i guess that's oh. a subtle way of telling you that you're out of the band yeah <laughs> no they 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 came to me and asked me they wanted to do a show just all the original members and it was sick they played tight as hell nice. i mean those guys are cool so what are the what are the active bands you got going on right now? <clears throat> um right now i'm doing a lot of stuff uh you know obviously coasting on potential uh, new head splitter. We're coming up with a new name. We're gonna know, be called Free Hat. Yeah, Free Hat. Free hat. <laughs> We're called Free Hat. Check it out. Bandcamp.freehat.com. Uh, our first split is gonna be with uh, New Shorts and ACDC. So it's a three-way split <laughs> with the Rock ACDC or like the hardcore ACDC. The Rock ACDC with with Axl Rose. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, and then <clears throat> excuse me. Playing with some dudes from Elmira. Uh, I don't want to give away too much information about that just because I'm not sure if they're down for me talking about it. And it's yeah. still kind of in the works, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've, we've gotten together once, and we got a song, and we got some other stuff in the works with that. And then, um, so, so you're in like three or four active projects right now. Yes. And you work a full-time job. Yes. What is, what is it, how do you manage that? I mean. I don't. You don't. I just try to ignore everybody until they go away. <laughs> it works. But not really. Uh, it's tough. Especially Coast on Potential recently just, we just got a set practice. Every Monday night now, after nice. six, we're going to start practicing every single Monday. You know, most bands I've been in, we unfortunately, because everybody's, you know, so busy. We're all adults. We all have full-time jobs. We all have to pay bills. You know, you got to figure out a way to uh you know make time for it and it doesn't always work because you know it just multiple just people different schedules it doesn't always happen yeah yeah i mean you know that yeah i mean how many times has head splitter how many exactly, times have yeah. we practiced like an hour before the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it just kind of has to happen when it has to happen and you know 
Yeah, Hopefully exactly. someday I'll have a better schedule, or we'll all have better schedules, and we'll be able to. Because be you have organized. a set schedule, so it's easier to walk to work. I almost said walk to work yeah. around you. It's yeah, to walk yeah. around you. Yeah. So everybody knows when I'm gonna be off every week, unless for some reason we have a show on a day that I have to work. Yeah. yeah. So is uh is like music something that you would want to like turn a career into, or is it more of like a passion and a hobby for you? Um. Like if like if one of your bands like <laughs> took off and like you could tour for the rest of your life and make money off of it, or even just get by on it is that something you would do or oh yeah definitely i mean like even you know that's always been the dream you know it's something you know i've never there's been multiple times in my life where music has just become a thing that i'm just kind of doing at that time and there was periods where i wasn't playing in any bands and i just kind of was like i really just need to chill out but uh it's still to this day is the thing that makes me the happiest and uh second to your dog yeah, yeah, second to Bowden. <laughs> What's up, Bowden? Yo, shout out to Bowden. Arf, You're a good arf. boy. <laughs> Keep it up, dog. You know what it is. Good treats arf, gang. Arf. Treats gang. Yeah, Sorry. treats gang. What's up? But, yeah, obviously, you know, that's ever, anybody who plays in a band wants it to go farther than, you know, just playing shows around here or playing shows in the next state over. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm content with it not going anywhere if it doesn't go there. Because, I, you know, there are a bazillion bands out there, and some of them have way more money and more time to devote to it than you do. And it's just, it's really hard uh, to not get discouraged Yeah. when you put so much time and effort and money, and you're just barely hanging on, and then you see a band with, like, a bunch of money come in and just, like, get, like, 15,000 likes for no reason, and they paid somebody to write their songs, and... You know, it happens all the time. It's more bands than you'd think. Yeah. And I'm not calling out anyone specific, obviously. No, I'm no, just no. saying that uh, that's just, you know, as as someone who's been doing it for a very long time and everything I've ever done has been original or as original as I can it can be, Yeah, it's, it's <clears throat> frustrating because, you know, I've been working at this for a very long time. Yeah. So... Like and putting it, your heart and soul into something and then yeah, yeah. not having it and really it's pay not, off... And by no means is it about, you know, I've gotten to do some really fucking cool things. Yeah. I played Warped Tour when I was fucking 17, 18 years old. Yeah. I, you know, I went on tour a handful of times with my old band. I've opened up for some, like, crazy bands that I never thought I'd even be able to play with. Kubla Khan. Yeah, most recently Kubla Khan. Yeah, that was... Thanks, Joey. Seriously. (laughs) Thanks, Joey. (laughs) was seriously so cool. But... I got to talk to their vocalist about our daddy issues, so that was cool. (laughs) It was pretty cool. I gave him a shirt. <laughs> I think he liked it. Yeah. yeah. He seemed pretty pleased. But, you know, it's it's always a goal to make it go farther, and I'll take it as far as we can make it go. But in this day and age, you know, we've all got bills to pay. Yeah. And there's only so much time I can devote to that, we all unfortunately. That I wish I could just drop everything <laughs> and not feel, you know, a single ounce of regret about what I have here, but... You know, you got to be realistic about I gotta it to be a certain realistic. degree. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that. They just think, oh, you know, it's so easy. Just do this. You play so good already. And, you know, yeah. not saying that people say that about us, but uh, it's just, it's very hard. <laughs> yeah. It's not as easy as everyone thinks it is. It's a long so way like, <clears throat> to the time. <laughs> so, like, I know, like you're saying, speaking uh, hypothetically or whatever, like, Say, like, tomorrow 
somebody from Coasting was like, hey, so this big label, like Equal Visions or something like that, and that if, if somebody from Equal Visions was like, hey, we want to sign you guys and we want you to tour with this band and do this stuff, pretty much just like pave the way for like the next four to eight years. Would like? Do you think you would just drop everything? Obviously, like find a somewhere for your dog to go, or just take him with you on tour. But do you think you would like? Do you think that's something you would do if you had the chance? I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. Yeah. And I have my own bills to pay, and they'd all have to be paid still. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? It. I can't just up and leave because. Yeah. I love bread. <laughs> obviously, I would love to do that. Yeah. And I would do whatever I'd have to to figure it out. Yeah. You know, it, it's not that I would just like, oh, I can't do it. Sorry, <laughs> find a new drummer. No, but uh, I totally would love to do that, you know. But, you know, I'd have to figure out my personal life. Yeah. As I'm well, sure uh, obviously, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, me and JD just signed a year lease. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's a year's worth of bills we have to be dedicated to, especially because there's another person there, you know what I mean, who's not in the band. Yeah. So two people leaving, you know, who's going to pay this bill and this bill and this bill, you know? Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. It's, uh, let's just Let's just play the lottery a lot and hope yeah, for the best. Yeah, yeah can't play it, it's the harsh it reality play. it's a harsh reality of being in a band a lot of yeah. you know you don't think about the money part because you're just having so much fun but it it's like it's the worst part yeah yeah you know what i mean <clears throat> it's that looming like hey you know hey don't forget don't forget like, your car payment <laughs> you know yeah exactly hey i know, you know you're having a great time on tour but as soon as you get back you will be absolutely broke <laughs> yeah exactly and i mean you know it's like i said earlier it is by no means about the money for me yeah and this is every band i've ever been a part of has has been to fulfill some sort of creative need for me you know what i mean or for me to say something that i i can't say anywhere else well that's the thing um you've you've been in a lot of bands um other than like your active bands what what do you what would you say is like probably your favorite project that you've been a part of yeah tom which one did you enjoy the most (laughs) i mean that's probably a hard question to answer but I mean, it, everyone knows you. No one's going to take offense if you, you know. I'm going to take offense big time. It's really hard to say. <laughs> it's really hard to answer. Um, I'd have to say probably Bad Dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not, you know, each project I've had has, has given me something. You know what I mean? It's not like I can't just order them from first to you know, Absolutely. one through ten or yeah. whatever. You know, it just doesn't happen that way. But I had such, and still have, hint hint, Ooh. such uh, <laughs> incredible chemistry with writing with those dudes. Everything yeah. we ever wrote just came together so naturally, and never felt forced. And you know, I just had so much fun playing with those guys because it's just, you know, it was just fun. We were playing, I guess, kind of easy stuff for you know, it wasn't crazy, you know, but. It just everyone in that band was such a good musician. So like, yeah, even though it was, the, the fact that it was easy, quote unquote, just made it that much like cleaner and tighter and everything. And yeah, and that was the goal. You know, we never. It's not like we were trying to be like some shred band or anything. And even though Trevor, Trevor Nash would write every part like that because it was <laughs> just so good. But uh, you know, we were just trying to do what we wanted to do, and I think that's why we had so much fun with it, or at least myself. And I know those guys did too. Um, We've all talked about it multiple times, doing a reunion or writing another record. Hint, hint, hint question hint. mark? <laughs> question mark, maybe. Uh, but yeah, and and by no means by picking them does that mean, you know, 
I just, I feel like they're the ones most recently that I can turn to and be like, you know, I, I felt the most fulfilled out of this. No, I get it. It's cool. Yeah, I, th- I think anyone that's ever been in a band with you would understand why you would say that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like not... it's very, it's very obvious that you guys all have just really good chemistry and just like you've known each other for years, so yeah, everything just meshes so much more, more better, so much better that way. More yeah, better. yeah, more and better. I, I don't know. Band I, name. Sometimes you don't get that with everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I mean, I guess some you... things just come together so naturally it feels like a second nature. To you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. just don't. And that's when you, that's when you produce your best product is when it's just yes, natural. It's, it's just, just like. It's just fun. This feels right. This is what I'm doing. Exactly. You know? It's just like any uh, any ar- other artist with any other medium, like painting or clay or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the best painting I've ever done. Yeah. And you just yeah. Can, you know, this is the best drum tracks I've ever <laughs> produced with this band. Yeah. And I mean, they're especially with that band, because that was like probably the first band that my recordings actually sounded like semi-professional, you know, mm-hmm. or professional. They, they were really professional. Shout out to Jeremy Kinney. <laughs> for doing such a good job. He was we like shouted him sixth... out in the last interview, yeah. too. Yeah. LOL. Did you really? Yeah, because yeah. we were talking to Tom about uh, recording Hypocrite and Josephine. He, he, he comes recorded up that, quite that, a lot. Uh, nice. With, I'm going to say Bad Dreams, with Jeremy Kinney as well. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's cool. But, uh, yeah. Um, and like I said, you know, same thing could be said about any of my bands that I've been in. I mean, Heisman yeah. played together for how many years. We did a lot of really yeah. cool stuff. I think... As a band, if we would, if we had known more at that time, like what we know now, I think that band would have went so much farther than where we were. And we did. I mean, just look at what we had before we broke up. I mean, it was crazy. We were playing yeah. shows in Binghamton to three hundred plus kids. Yeah. Anytime we'd play a show. I think that was definitely when the music scene in Binghamton was at its highest. Was when oh, yeah. Heisman was around. Not that like Heisman was like the only thing that kept it together. Oh but... yeah. I mean, there were tons of really great bands oh, at that time. But uh. And I mean, it comes in waves too, because mm-hmm. even like years earlier, there were crazy shows that oh, yeah. would happen, like were with even more people, even more than three hundred people oh, at absolutely. every show. And it's just, you know, I guess it just depends on the timing, and everything, and you know what bands are out and who's playing, and but and you know, them I had fulfilled a lot of goals, and it you know I was young and I was figuring it out, and it taught me so much about being in a band, and then you know, corrections was. You know, what I needed at that time, because with my mom passing away, you know, I, I had a lot to say and I had a lot of yeah. pent up frustration. And I think without that band, I wouldn't have been able to say any of it. And I I might not even be here talking to you right now. Ugh. You know what I mean? Without corrections, I don't know, like, what I would have done with my life at that point. Yeah. You know? Now, has your, like, attitude changed, like, since before? And, like, is, can you compare, like, before and after your mom died, like, musically, like... Cause, like, were you writing songs before your mom died, or, like, an after, like, you, you know Yeah, what I mean? um, well, a lot of the correction songs were wrote before my mother died, but, you know, they were kind of, and they were all pretty much, like, I wrote pretty positive lyrics, or, for the most part, you know, <laughs> you yeah. guys have read them, but, uh, for the most part, I tried to really bring, like, a positive outlook to the whole thing in that. And I'd say within the last couple of years, it dramatically changed. Like with Head Splitter, I've wrote a couple songs, obviously, about that. Mm-hmm. But everything that I did with Head Splitter was really negative, uh, just kind of anxiety ridden stuff. Because, you know, losing your mom is like a really tough thing. I mean, I can't so, imagine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody can really <laughs> imagine until you're there. But, uh, 
you know, she was the only person that really uh, made me feel at home and safe. And she supported me and kept me focused. So when she wasn't there anymore, I felt so unfocused and so, like, out of it that I think I developed very bad anxiety from that specific situation. I I didn't realize it at the time, but... Before that, I had never had an anxiety attack, and then after that, I had one probably, you know, whenever. And I'm not saying I'm diagnosed by any means. Yeah, I have yeah. no idea if I actually have an issue or not. Um, I mean, yeah. I feel like but everybody just gets anxiety in some way or shape or form. Yeah, but regardless, you know, with Head Splitter, my lyrics were way more negative and way more, you know, just anxiety-ridden than what Corrections was. So I, I think in my opinion... It was a big shift from, you know, before and after. So, yeah. But obviously, like, with this new project that Headsplitter is doing, I'm, I'm trying to kind of change that. Oh, I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm tired of writing about negative shit. I'm tired of writing about problems. I'd rather move forward from them. And I think in this day and age, I think That's kind of what we people need, need. Yeah, we need that. Yeah. Everyone needs that. And I don't give a shit what anyone says, but I think a positive outlook is a better outlook. Yeah. And you know, it's PMA. It's indicative, <laughs> you know, indicative to like your life, you know, it's where you are at in life. Yeah, exactly. I'm just I'm ready to move forward from yeah, these exactly. things that are bothering me and yeah. that's how I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know? Now you said after after your mom passed away that you kind of lost focus from things um would you say that now you definitely have regained that focus or is it kind of like an ongoing process or and w- what really helped you get to that point if you were are there? Um, I really haven't regained it, if I'm being completely honest. I, every day is like, I feel like I can't stay focused or concentrated on things, like the bigger picture, you know? Like, if I'm cleaning my room, you know what I mean? I'll clean the whole fucking thing until it's clean, and then I'll clean the whole house until it's clean, and then my, that task is done. But, like, uh, going to school again, or, you know, getting a better job, it seems so hard to me, and it seems so hard to even, like, make a phone call, you know what I mean? And, like, sometimes I'm just, I'll make a phone call, it's, like, whatever, but, like, for some reason now it's just so hard to even, like, think of making the time to do that. I don't know why. It's weird, but, uh, you know, I think (laughs) a big part of it was because she used to stay on my ass about shit, too. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, did you do your fucking homework? (laughs) Yeah, maybe, (laughs) no. We got to study for this test? Yeah, okay. (laughs) And, you know... I really should stop making excuses, and it's not her fault. Like, this is no. stuff that, you know, I really need to work on for myself and be better at. But, you know, at the same time, I still think it played a pretty big part. And I'm trying to do my best to, you know. Yeah. I, I just try to, you know. Helps a lot to make a list and then go through the list and all that nonsense. I mean, you definitely have grown up from that experience, you know, six years ago yesterday, you know what I mean? Like, not to bring that up. But oh, yeah, that's you've, okay. You've definitely grown. Oh, was it really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, yesterday you, was the anniversary. You, like, you've definitely, like, matured a lot. I mean, I'm not calling, you know, you weren't, like, no, really yeah. immature before <laughs> no, that, but, but there, you've definitely, like, I had people tell me that I looked like I aged in a week when yeah. she got really sick. <laughs> Absolutely, I and that's. that. I believe it because I could look – I remember looking in the mirror the week before and then looking the next week and I looked like I had just fucking bags under my eyes. Mm. And you could just see it in my face, dude. And it's like, 
whether that was from lack of sleep or crying or whatever, you know, it did change me. And you grow from every experience. And Absolutely. there are, you know, both pros and cons from that experience. But I, I try to, you know, look at it from the most positive, you know. I feel like she's it, she's helped me grow up. Oh, absolutely. You know? Even you know not being here. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, figuratively, I guess, but <clears throat> yeah. I think not necessarily death, but someone. I, I feel like everyone needs some event that's major like that. Like I said, not like death, but something like that to help them make them yeah. grow. Like this past year, mine and Jordan's aunt passed away. Yeah. And I feel like I've grown so much since then. Oh, I definitely have a better outlook on life than I did, and it's kind of yeah. weird. Um, and I'm sure you can attest to it a little bit. Um, when you lose someone in your in your family, you you can go one of two ways with it. And I, you know, I you definitely have, and Joe I'm sure has gone in the, the positive way of it. And you can't, even though it's sad and it's hard, Excuse you can't let something like that keep you down you because the, keep that loved one in your life definitely wouldn't want you to do that. And no. I, yeah, yeah, exactly. Keep on keeping on. Yeah, as Joe Dirt would say. Yeah. Because I, the week after she passed away, I was probably the lowest I've ever been with my depression and it, I was there for two weeks and I just uh, you know to me everything was pointless and it a lot of love and support from my family and friends and therapy got me out of that and you know writing and you know thinking and being by myself really helped me grow from that um and it's you just got to keep going with it yeah you can't you know you can't definitely you can't stop for that I mean it's just like any, like you said, any major event that you happen that happens in your life, you gotta. It's more or less tearing all the walls down and starting over. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. you you need that because you don't. I mean, you know, my life would be so much different if my mom was here, and that's not just because you know she was a big part of my life, but she was also a big part of my dad's. She was a big part. Yeah. She was a big financial part of our lives, you know, and that changed everything. You know, it changed everything for me and him. And I don't even know how my dad does it. You know what I mean? Like, I know how <laughs> I do it, but I don't know how he, like, he is the strongest man I've ever met. Seriously. Like, hands down. I don't give him enough credit. I talk about my mom all the time, but my dad is seriously, like, I don't know how he he did it, man. Yeah. Seriously. Like, <clears throat> it's crazy. Now, speaking of your dad and your mom, I never, I met your dad, like, two or three times, I think. I never met your mother, unfortunately, but you told me a story it's like a very funny, like positive story about your mom about a concert on a school night or something like that. Oh god! With under oath. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. That's a funny story. I went and saw. Bring the bring the mood up a little bit. Yeah it's not, yeah. It's we, not we bad, should but... cha- we should stop talking about <laughs> dead moms. Shift gears and... a little bit. Yeah, yeah yeah. Seriously, talk a little more about music, but uh. Yeah, there was one night I, <laughs> what was it? Uh, I asked my parents. It was cool that I went. Uh, they didn't care. I went with uh, Patrick Bayer, played guitar for Heisman, and a couple of our friends from Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, I believe Madeline Heisler and Erica Heisler, and I think Kelsey? I'm not sure. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I don't, you guys, I, I know you two. I know at least Pat. I know, yeah, yeah. You guys might not know him, but either way. I know all those shout people. Shout out to those yeah. people. They're cool people. We miss you. But uh, we went to see Under Oath. August Burns Red and uh, I think it was was it Thrice? No, Emery, Emery. That's oh. who it was. Yeah, Emery opened up the show, killer show at the Croc Rock in Allentown. I've never. I been think there. I might have went to that same. I think I might have went to that same. Was it like a whole tour or just like that show was like a one-off? Thing? It was a tour. Okay. Yeah. I feel like I I remember seeing. 
August Burns Red and Emery and maybe not Under Oath. I don't remember, but it might have been the same thing at a different venue. Anyway, it's continue. Possible. Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, <clears throat> they, uh, yeah, we went there and, it, you know, I think from my place it was, excuse me, uh, a three-hour drive. Yeah, it's basically Philly, wow. so yeah, three hours. Yeah, yeah, three hours. So, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's down near Allentown, right? Uh, yeah, so I didn't get home until... Two thirty, three o'clock in the morning and my mom woke up when I was coming in. They were texting me all night or calling and like, when are you getting home? You have school in the morning. You're still going. I walk in. My mom goes, you don't have to go to school. I'll talk. Just tell your dad you did. Or so, I don't remember how we got out of it. He wasn't even that mad. Like, Secret's out now. Yeah, but she uh, Your dad's going to totally, find out and be like, Tom! Yeah, right? You're grounded. You're grounded now in my own apartment. Uh yeah, she she totally like just let me get away with that. She would do that all the time though. <laughs> Anytime I was out late, you know, you know, she she would just stand up for me on any occasion that she thought she had to. <laughs> and it was always funny. <laughs> but didn't didn't your dad get like kind of upset about that? Uh about me. About about you going to the thing on a school night or whatever cuz wasn't I mean, something I, he's like I don't know was... how I can't remember how upset he was. I know he was pissed. <laughs> you know, obviously. Didn't and my mom wasn't like she was also mad. I can't say that she wasn't. Yeah. They were both like mad because I was out so late, but you from, know. from what I gathered, I think you said she was more understanding. She was like he's getting to be that age or something like that. <laughs> he's getting to... No, no. That's oh, did just... that not actually happen? That didn't actually Oh, I thought happen. that actually happened. That would have been funny. No. That was just a joke between me, Rob, if he wants to go see Under Oath on a school night, he can go see Under Oath on a school night. He's getting to be that age. These things are going to happen. Age. Uh, but yeah, that was a that was a fun time. We got some more mixes back for Coasting on Potential. Oh, really? Yes. I heard when can we expect them. that album out? Uh, or EP or whatever never. you want to call it. Never? never. Okay. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. No, uh, we, we're, we're getting the final big mixes back now. So, I mean. So like Christmas? As soon as we know, yeah. I'd say late September, early November. LOL. I because I oh, I, I hate setting time dates on things like that. So we're yeah, just skipping rather... October altogether. Yeah, yeah. Skip. So it between October. end of September and <laughs> if not the September between okay between September of this year and July of next year. There will definitely be. be out. It okay. should be out. It'll be like Frank Ocean's uh, Blonde. Yeah, yeah that just, took so. Long. It'll come out sooner or later and. I hope you guys like it, but the best albums of twenty sixteen. I mean, I've heard a couple of the the mixes in there, and uh, I've definitely been playing uh, "Surrounded by Myself" on repeat for the past couple of days. Hell yeah, I'm excited. John's in that. I song. try to, I try to play it, but my phone is poop, and I can't. John is in that Wi-Fi. song, and uh, I, lo- I love I love your part. Yo, you hear that, Verizon? John's phone is poop. Yo, Let's, uh, yo, if you're listening, sponsor Verizon us. Verizon endorsement. Also, I don't have any more Rockstar, but. I'd Yo, shout out to Rockstar some. for keeping us going. Seriously, yeah. I gotta Bull. fill out an application for that. I gotta. But if anyone's see what curious, if anyone at all is interested, Rockstar is vegan. Really? Yeah. There you go. Good to know. You heard it here first. Oh yeah, guys. In case you didn't know, Jordan's a vegan. Yeah. Guys, in case you didn't know, <laughs> Jordan's I, vegan. I am a vegan. XVX. He only eats plants. XVX. Yeah, yes. only grass, according to the internet. And <laughs> and my <Yeah>. father. <laughs> what? My dad always. Anytime I want want food, he always just tells me to go eat grass. Oh, yeah. okay. 
which is hilarious. I laugh every time. Like, <laughs> Such a great joke. No, like anytime. What a classic dad joke. Yeah, it is. Anytime I'm at, I'm at home and I hear like a lawnmower and dad does so, he's like, oh, there's someone getting Jordan's food. Oh my God. <laughs> Stop. Oh, that's awesome. That's too much, dude. I love it. Your you dad's see... a cool guy. Oh, yeah. Your family's, are, your family's cool. We all got Your dad's a cool guy. My dad's cool. Everyone's cool. Everyone's cool. Yeah, no, I'm going to start making father memes. Sorry, yeah. dad. Anyways, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know, man. Um, What's, What do you got going on? Oh, John has a question. I got something, yeah. Ooh. How was it recording drums? Uh, you winking at me. How was it recording drums at Zing? Or was it Zing Studios? Yeah, yeah. they changed to mainline recording. That's right, okay. I believe. But yeah, um, how was that whole... Like, I'm going to ask JD about it as well, but like, I know you like playing drums. Like, how was it recording drums there? Like, isn't that like one of the first like major studios that you went to? It was the first major okay. studio that I've ever recorded at. Period. Did and you like when you walked in? Were you like, "Oh God, it's happening. This is real. I'm nervous." <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. The amount of history in that place is insane. Yeah. I mean, what are some of the bands that have recorded there before you? Uh, Parkway Drive recorded Ooh. "Killing with a Smile" there. Uh, Under Oath recorded "Define the Great Line" there. <laughs> That's <laughs> the my guess. Remember recorded uh, for those who have heart, right? For those who have heart. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> did, did Paramore record there? No. No, that was Not a different that I studio. Know of, no. Uh, the Acacia String. Um, I think the Devil Wears Prada. I think the Devil Wears Prada recorded. Yes, the uh, Devil Wears Prada did too. Did they? I think they recorded Dead Throne there. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Oh so. yeah, they did. Oh, I thought I they remember... recorded their second album there. It might have been played. No, no. It was definitely Dead Throne that. because I remember yeah. asking what's his dick about it, and um, I remember he told me, and I just like fanboyed for like a good three seconds. I was like, oh my god, the Devil Wears Prada, and then I was fine. <laughs> and then I remember looking it up afterwards because I was like, I want to be back there, so I just looked up Zing Studios on YouTube. Shout out to the Devil Wars Prada. Yeah. Kid Wop. But, uh... So what was that like? It was awesome. Seriously, like, I... Between the history of the the building and the place and uh, Jeff and Eric down there, you know, they were honestly, like, wicked great to work with as far as drums go. He was so laid back, but, you know, would tell me if something wasn't good. And, you know, like, it, it just was... It wasn't stressful at all, which was something I was really nervous about, because in stressful, you know, situations like that where I'm playing drums, I, I mess up a thousand times more. <laughs> so, you know, it was really laid back and just such a great experience to be able to do that and, you know, to help me realize that I don't suck that bad <laughs> for them to be, you know, to be pretty cool with what I did and. Yeah, because what JD told me, he was like, apparently he was in like the, you were in the drum room and he was in like the booth where like the, um, like the soundboard and everything is and you were warming up. And I think from what happened, Eric came in and he just saw you playing and he was like, oh, so he's actually good. And then <laughs> I was like, damn, go Tom. I appreciate that very much, especially from those guys, you know, because they're not only great producers, but they're great musicians too. And, you know, they've been doing it for a long time. What's the one dude's profile picture? It's like him on a. Oh my god! It was for a while there. It was Eric. He's uh he's in the fishing. Yeah. And he was like, photoshopped riding a Vox amp, and <laughs> like holding like a giant fish or something. Oh I, my god. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and it's he's like in midair, like in the sky or something. I'd have to look it up if you guys. It was really funny. I up, remember seeing it and I thought it was really funny. That's what it was. Yeah, it was I hilarious. I think I remember seeing that somewhere. Yeah, you've probably seen. I think yeah, I showed you probably. Definitely. But yeah, those guys are hilarious. So being in a studio like that with the like 
I guess I would say bigger bands having recorded there. Is it all was it all intimidating, or did you feel like you had something to live up to, or is it just kind of like this is awesome? It was more so just this is awesome. You know what I mean? Like this is I can't believe I'm doing this here. You know, and I mean anybody can. It's not you know, it's not exclusive. It's not like they're like, you know, you can't record here because this. <laughs> you know, like I think they are pretty. They do pick their bands that they like to do, but. You know, they're not going to just turn down everybody, you know. It's a so, business. It, it's anybody. Yeah, it's a business. But it just the fact that we got to do it there was just insane to me, you know. And I don't know. Like those, all those records that I mentioned yeah. are all records that at one point or another I was playing in my car every single day for like months on end. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's crazy that we got to do that there. Um. Didn't you get to use like the snare from Kill Switch Engage? Yeah, too? the Kill Switch what? Engage snare. Yeah, from uh, they recorded Holy Diver, their Holy Diver cover with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and it oh is so. It sounds so good. <laughs> I freaking love that snare drum. It was so much fun to play on. I remember hearing that song and like that was like one of the first times I started to really notice like drum fills, and I was like, these sound so cool. So like pretty much after that cover is when i started to pay more attention to drum fills so really like, yeah thanks kill switch yeah thanks, i remember kill like switch. the end it was just like a lot of like just like constant fills and i was yeah. like wow these are that so guy cool is insane yeah <laughs> but yeah overall that experience it was just awesome seriously and just couldn't believe that we got to do that and i hope to go back you know i really had a good time there and if they'll have us back we'll definitely go yeah. back is there another studio like other than that one like <clears throat> sorry if you guys when you guys record something else is there another studio that you're thinking about like i'd like to go here if we can kind of thing um i don't know about the other guys uh myself i haven't really looked too much into it you know other than <laughs> the fact that i know aaron gillespie from mm-hmm. under oath has a studio i would love to record there obviously because aaron shout out to aaron gillespie yeah yo aaron if you're listening come on buddy but come yeah, on the show come on hook it up no uh take us on tour let us interview you i feel like there was another studio i really liked anything i'd probably really like to work with will putney at some point yeah he's oh with he's the machine every, shop right yeah i'd love to isn't that just in long island or I honestly, I couldn't tell you. I feel like it might be. It's somewhere over here. Because I know Straight From The Path records there a lot, and they're from Long Island, so I feel like I feel like I saw a video of them talking about it before, yeah, and they yeah. mentioned it there. Well, I mean, Counterparts, it's recorded there. Everyone's yeah. Hasn't, much didn't Knock there. Loose record there, or did they? I don't know if they recorded at that specific studio, but I know they re- worked with Will Putney. Yeah, okay. That's but, so cool. Yeah. You should go to, I can't remember what it's called, but um, it's in Buffalo. Every time I die, I recorded from parts unknown there it's really good might have to check that out yeah that'd be i heard cool. stories about like them in like when they were in the studio and apparently um it's the guitarist i think for converge oh really i think yeah that would be insane yeah he has like very bizarre rules i guess like apparently like if you're if someone's if you guys are in the, if somebody's in the studio and somebody is there and they swear he shuts everything off for 10 minutes and he really? just makes you sit in silence. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I heard, which is kind of bizarre. <laughs> that's hilarious. You never know what you're going to walk into. True. But So we've asked a couple of musicians this since that have been on the show. Uh, if you could set up a dream tour of yours, yes. what would it be? That I would be playing on? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, stick to your guns, counterparts, minority unit, 
And I mean, you, Wally's got to get out of jail first. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. He will. Free Wally. Free Wally. And he'll he'll live Wally. stream it from jail. And expire. Ooh. And coasting on potential would be so weird on that tour, but <laughs> it would be. Well, I don't know. I like. We, we might be able to fit in. Though. Yeah. Either that or new head splitter. Ooh. Either way. Oh, both. One or right. both. Yeah. Turn, turn Seven band Take tour. me with you. <laughs> Six band tour. <laughs> but yeah, definitely before. those bands. There's some of my largest influences. I think it's a solid you know. pick. Yeah. If you if you could choose to be on one of these two, which would it be? Warp Tour or Summer Slaughter? Oh, Warp Tour, hands down. Okay. You wouldn't want to play with Body Count? <laughs> I mean, that'd be dope. <laughs> I mean, I don't have anything against Summer Slaughter. I've never been, but it's mostly true, like yeah. death metal bands. I don't think we'd really fit in Just on that. Get your tremolo picking and grindcore on. Yeah. And blast beats. I'd yeah. have to learn how to blast. Dude, better. what about Oceano? You want to tour with Oceano? <laughs> Only you, if they played. You can hear District of Misery every night. You're every set. single night, which they probably do. Yeah, I feel bad for them for having to play that so much, but <laughs> it's so good. I don't know. Been hitting the gym lately? You know it. I do know it, but I have to pretend I don't. Yeah, yeah we have to act okay. like we don't know you. Yeah, I know. Who are you? Yeah. Who am I? I've been hitting the gym. I like to go to the gym. What's your, what's your squat PR? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm not even going to reveal that because it's embarrassing. Not six. nearly as strong as I think I should be. <laughs> six. It's just six. Six yeah. bets. It's just six. Fuck, Joe. I can't believe you said that on air. I'm sorry. <laughs> just the number six. No, uh, yeah. I like to go to the gym. Me and Jordan go every single day. That's you. That is me. That's Jordan. Well, no, Jordan, what's your squat PR? Uh, the highest I ever squatted, um, I, I definitely couldn't do it now, and it, it is a little embarrassing, but I'm not afraid to admit it. Uh, the highest I ever squatted was 285, which that's, isn't bad for someone who doesn't do it full-time. That's like 280 more than I can do. Five? You can do five? <laughs> yeah. It's not one true. less than six. My bench PR is terrible, though. It's 150 more than you can do. I'm bad at math. Do it for me. I'm Towner Math Wizard. Because John can squat at least 135. <laughs> yeah, because that's all he did anytime he ever went with us. Yeah. Which wow. is okay. Way to make me sound. No. <laughs> Which hey, is I okay. Hey, that's a good, that's a good place I to had, start. Yeah, I, I didn't know. What, I actually mentioned that to somebody today. And they asked me, because I asked my one. My mom works with someone who goes to the gym a lot. And I asked her, I was like, what's your squat PR? And I don't remember what she said. But then she asked me mine. And I was like, at least 100. That's all I remember. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a? I mean, you work out a lot. I, I, I mean, you've been working out since I think we've been in high school. Um, not like full time, like every day, but I think just recently you started going every day. Do you find inspiration from like who are some of like the lifters that you look to for inspiration for, you know, any any reason at all? Uh, if anyone's familiar with these people, Mark Bell, Silent Mike, uh. C.T. Fletcher was a big one for a while. C.T. Fletcher. Corey Gregory was a big one for a while. Um, Squat every day. Yeah. I miss uh, that. Jim Wendler, you know, he's crazy. Uh, Chad Wesley Smith, Max Ada. Those guys are all, I mean, just seriously, Ed Cohn, the greatest of all time. I mean, they're all really, really strong dudes. Over the years, it kind of went from, like, bodybuilding to more, like, strength stuff for me. And I just want to be as strong as possible and one day i'll get there <laughs> but it's it's not there yet i gotta figure it out it's, it's a gonna process take a, yeah it's a it's a journey and you gotta have fun with the journey Shout what, out to bodybuilding. what advice com. do you have to yeah. people that are trying to i'm asking for a friend totally not for me <laughs> but what advice do you have for people who are trying to lose weight and gain muscle uh eat better go vegan 
Sorry. <laughs> eat better. Track your your macros. It's the easy. It's the easiest way to diet, and it's not. You know, you're not gonna. As long as you're not crazy strict, don't. Any extreme diet, in my opinion, isn't good. Not vegan is not extreme to me, though. Just so you know. I, a lot of people would say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dirt. A lot of people would say that, but I don't believe that it is. I think it's just as normal as me yeah. eating meat. You know, but uh, any extreme diet where you're cutting out carbs or whatever, I just think that that's too much for somebody who's just starting. You could do it if you're if you're into that, but don't demonize foods. That okay. is the most important thing because everything is okay for you in moderation. And Jordan's uh, just shaking his head. No. Yeah, <laughs> Jordan's wrong. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> But it's the truth. I mean, nowadays, everyone demonizes sugar and carbs and, you know, everything that you eat. And everyone is so worried that this is going to lead you to this or vice versa. And it's it's just as long as you're not eating that thing every single day in so many amounts, you're going to be fine. And I mean, obviously, exercise, you know, so a lot of cardio. No. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you introduced me to counting macros, and when I finally was able to, like, nail it down, I mean, I've lost 35 pounds. I'm down from 250. Ooh, so, damn, yeah. Cheer um, them up. <laughs> yeah. So, I would definitely, anyone that's listening, follow Tom's advice, count your macros. It is literally not only the easiest thing you to just, do, it's the easiest way to reach whatever goal you're trying to reach. Yeah, you just download an app and just make healthier choices. And then, on top of that, with the exercise thing, lift weights. Do not be afraid to lift free weights. Learn how to do it properly and get strong because that, seriously, everyone's so worried. I don't want to get bulky. I don't want to get bulky. And it's like, no, you're not going to get bulky. Like, lifting weights has proven to lose more fat and more weight. You know, it's just a better way to do it, and you feel good. The leanest people I know are weightlifters. Yeah, exactly. And it's like you can't just – I mean, cardio is also important. I'm not going to say that it isn't. Even yeah, Tom just, never does it. I was just yeah, going to say, why are you so against cardio? cardio? <laughs> Actually, I do it every day with Bowden. No, that's true, true. true. Now, especially. I think that's why I've lost weight. But You look good. No, I don't. You look good. Yes, you do. You look fantastic. But either way, you know, you just – mouth, boy. <laughs> just lift weights <laughs> – do whatever kind of cardio is going to be fun for you because sometimes it's boring and if you can find something fun that's cardio for you just do that uh and eat better make healthier choices and make sure you're eating enough don't eat like way less than what you're supposed to because that is so unhealthy for you and you're gonna so feel don't way eat better. pizza every day if it, yes it, yeah don't do that i gotta quit my job eventually so yeah. i might as well just do it now <laughs> but yeah that's about all the Are you quitting your job on the podcast? Yeah, take that, John. No, yeah. I'm not. I got to find a better job before I put in my two weeks. Or I might even keep it's it and work decision. two jobs. So, uh, Tom, you are definitely, um, I don't know for everyone, but I definitely think you've probably influenced some people in the music scene. I mean, you do vocals, you do drums. I'm sure there's people out there that look up to you, love watching you play regardless of what you're doing. Um, maybe you've even inspired some people to start bands. Do you have anything you'd like to say to someone that's trying to start a band and might be discouraged or, um, maybe just doesn't know everybody, you know, what advice would you give someone that wants to be involved more in music? You just got to put yourself out there, honestly, because if I, you know, I mean, my circumstance is different because Heisman really was the one that, you know, Scruff the Beard put me in the spot for Heisman to see me. Put you on the map. And then Heisman put me in front of everybody. You know what I mean? So everybody was seeing me play all the time after that. Um, 
but you really just got to put yourself out there. Don't be afraid to start and, you know, write some songs, have some fun with it. And, you know, I guess it depends on what instrument you're playing too, but there's different ways to do it. You know, if you, if you play guitar and sing, put a video up and say, Hey, if you guys want to do something like this or yeah. anything, really, you know, just do that. You know, it's there are people out there who, who want to do the same things as you, and you just have to find them, even if they live an hour away. If that's what you want, if you want it bad enough, you'll make it happen. Like, you know, it's just, it's it's easy. Just have fun. Be yourself. Don't try to, you know, be another band just do something that's your own because that is you know that is the most important thing you can have influences and you can sound yeah. like other bands but i think the bands that take off are the ones that just do their own thing and they don't they're not looking to make money they're not looking to do anything you know become famous like that is the worst reason to be in a band <laughs> be in a band because you want to play music and you have something to say and then people will follow you and have fun True. Above all else, have have so much fun. Now, all right. Um, as far as the music scene goes, I've asked this on other podcasts before. Um, anyone that wants to come to the music scene and they might be a little afraid, what do you do? You have any advice for them? Just come hang out. Bring bring your friends because I mean, I was the same way when I was a kid. I'm gonna move this without trying to. <laughs> you're, you're good. Uh, I was the same way. And then I drug all you guys to the Montrose Theater to see Countess some heavier in, bands. I am brave. Countess Countess in, in, yeah. I am brave. Uh, the heal providing. These wounds. Heal these wounds. I mean, oh god. If, if that hadn't have happened, where would we be now in music? You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just gotta bring someone that you're comfortable with. If you're if you're not the type of person that's that outgoing, <laughs> and you know, it don't be afraid because everyone here came from don't. the same spot you're coming from. <laughs> Don't you know, do there's, there's, I don't know. You just gotta come. You gotta start come, somewhere. Come hang out. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. It might get scary at times if there's a heavier band, but like just deal with it and or you know join in on the scariness. You know what yeah. I mean? Like be like, a part know, of know it. Know that it's not personal, but just just go there and have fun. Yeah, just go there, have fun. That's what everyone else is trying to do. So, I mean, yeah. Now, we haven't asked uh, this question on any of the other podcasts, but it's something that I just thought of. If you could recommend three albums to people to listen to, just for any reason whatsoever, what would you recommend? Any genre. Okay. Definitely stick to your Guns Diamond album. Transit's eh. Joyride album. Yes. Or Listen and Forget by Transit, either one of Anything those. Anything by Transit. Well, yeah, well, mostly. Well, not Young New England. Yeah, let's ignore Young New England. I still like that. Yeah, sure. It's all I right. do like songs off of that. Um, and your third one? Thirsty for Blood by Heisman Hopefuls, no. right? Uh, the third one's the hardest because I want to pick something kind of... Like in between. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to go way out there. Uh, <laughs> Stony by Post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> I've been jamming that, like, I don't know, every single day. Every time I get in your car, that, that's on. That's usually on, yeah. And that's okay. That's a great album, too. It's okay to like music that you like. Don't make anybody make you feel bad for liking a band that you like. That's another thing I want people to take away from this. Unless it's Nickelback. No, even if it's Nickelback, there's no Dude, such thing as a guilty right, I got to say something. In all honesty, Nickelback is not that bad. If you take the internet out of this entire <laughs> equation, Nickelback is not that bad. 
You heard it first. I disagree. All, all listeners Are you thinking of, of the podcast. internet, Jordan? <laughs> I like three Nickelback songs. I like a few. I don't remember them off the top of my head because I haven't listened to them. That because animal the internet's song, always right? Yeah, Animal. Animal. Like, that album, <laughs> honestly, like, is pretty dope. I like Animal, Photograph, and Never Again. Photograph. Oh, what the hell is on Joey's head, Joey? What's not, on your head? Not a head? lot lately. <laughs> Thinning hair. Thinning hair. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thyroid problems. Yikes. Don't get thyroid problems. All right, guys. Tom, is there anything else you'd like to talk about before we head out? Hashtag defend Nickelback. We're going to start that. Not that. <laughs> uh, anything else you'd like to say to anybody? Shout outs. Shout out to Drake. everyone for being sick. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't Drake. pick Drake for one of the three yeah, albums. Yeah, I, I thought about it, but I just... I just went with Post Malone. Everybody knows Drake. Post Malone's, I mean, Post Malone's growing, but he's still a little underground. Yeah. Um, Post Malone looks just, like he forgot how to get dressed. Yes. I don't know why that's the thought that came into my head, but I saw a picture of him. That's what I thought. Yeah. Of. Anyway, go on. Sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, if you're if you're thinking about coming out to a show, come out to a show. Whatever one you think would be best for you, come have fun. Uh, chances are you'll see at least one of us there. Um, yeah, we got, you know, like I said, I got a whole bunch of stuff going on. Uh, a couple of reunions, a couple of a newer projects. What reunion? I'm not going to uh, get into that here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't want to say something and then have everybody get excited, like build the hype and then, you know, and then it not happened because we're the all hype train. Too... I can guarantee you, it's not scruff the beard. It's not scruff the beard, unfortunately. Yeah, you but, told me uh, it was. No. Yeah, come out to shows, have fun, be yourself. Uh, don't worry about being cool because everyone is cool. And new coasting EP out soon. Where can people find your music? New head splitter, Facebook. Facebook? Are you guys on Apple Music? I think Coasting uh, Coasting is. I, isn't Bad Dreams? I feel like Bad Dreams is too. Or are they just on no, Bandcamp? No, Bad, Bad Dreams on Bandcamp. Uh, so Bandcamp and a little bit on uh, Apple Music. Apple Music, yeah. We'll and link the, uh, all the bands you've been in. Yeah, that's fine. Just for shits and gigs. And, I mean, obviously when the new EP comes out, we're going to try to get that on Spotify and Apple Music nice. and all that. Sounds good. And try to get it on Pandora too. That'd be sweet. Yeah, that would. And... Uh, at some point, we're hoping to release the new Head Splitter EP once we pay for it. <laughs> we'll just put that yeah. out, and then whatever we make off of I that, mean, I or have if most we make it, we nothing. We could just put it out, but yeah. that'd be bad. Yeah. Let's not do that. We want to pay the Top person dollar. who did that for us. Scott Rasmussen, you're a good guy. We're going to pay you. Shout out Scott Rasmussen. I'm so sorry that we're irresponsible. <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right, Tom. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, really, uh, Really appreciate it. Uh, it was nice having you here. Um, yeah. We're probably going to go hang out after this. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, we're going to go hang you out. You guys want to get something to eat? And right. then after that, we'll probably go get something to eat. I mean, yeah, I am I'm hungry. pretty hungry. We could get something to eat. Yeah, I'm hungry. I don't know about you guys. Uh, All right. I don't know Everybody, about you. thanks for listening. We're going to go grab a bite to eat. Make sure you keep a uh, lookout for any music that Tom releases anytime soon. Coasting Up Potential. Um, new Head Splitter, whenever they change their name in, figure out what they're doing. Well, he's, he's got another project in the works. We're definitely going to put uh, his old projects, Bad Dreams, in the description. Check them out. Yeah, definitely. Um, yes. Everyone, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace.
All right, guys. Uh, that was Tom Towner, Paul! <laughs> uh, aka Paul, and uh, aka Noodles. Yeah, Tom Noodles Paul Towner. It's his actual birth name. Yes, he's he doesn't like talking about it. But make sure you call him Noodles the next time you see him. Paul, <laughs> or Paul, whatever. But yeah, uh, we got into some pretty deep stuff talking yeah. about his mom. Uh, talking about like just. He, he talked about the gym, which I didn't think he was going to talk about. I completely forgot that he worked out, like, a lot. And then you see him, and he's just like, wow, he's he's getting there. He's got yeah. the muscles. I remember when I first met him, he was, like, just, he was, like, well, not like me, because I'm chubby now. When I first met him, him and I were very similar in the sense of, like, we're just scrawny, scrawny, kind of gangly. Yeah. And now and, he's. And now he's scary. I heard him, I heard him, like, yell, like, actually angry once, and I was like, Jesus, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm on your side. <laughs> Saw Tom Towner in the locker room the other day. <laughs> he, <laughs> he had an A-pack. Tom Towner was shredded. Yo, Tom sounds like a punk bitch. Is that what you guys are quoting? The, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought so. Tom, you're not a punk bitch. Please do not beat me up. Paul! Paul! <laughs> Please don't beat us up, Noodles. I'm sorry. Noodles makes him sound so... Noodles. Don't fight me. Don't right. do it. Don't, don't do it. Don't do it. But yeah. That was uh that was our interview with Noodles. Hope you guys enjoyed it. It was fun. I'm glad you got to come on. It was it was good. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys got any music recommendations for this week? This week, this week I'm gonna recommend the new Trapped Under Ice because I never listened Hell to Trapped Under yeah. Ice beforehand. Really, I oh like a little God. bit here and there. And then Tom actually showed me. Tom showed me them, Angel Dust, Turnstile, oh. and I love all those bands right now. So I'm gonna recommend Turnstile. So or not? Well, I mean Turnstile too. But I'm gonna recommend Chapter Under Rice's new album. I believe it's called Heat Wave. Yes. Okay, I thought so. I was panicking inside internally for some reason. Uh, I don't know what it's called. So. This week, I am gonna recommend that everyone check out the album by Angel Dust, uh, "Rock the Fuck On Forever." Um, <laughs> I recently just got into Angel Dust as well, and goddamn, I've only great heard, album. I've only heard what Tom has showed me in a car. Like, I never, I haven't listened, like, gone out of my way to listen to them yet. I probably well, should. Well, you need to listen to more. I will, dude. They're nice. good. Yeah, no, they're they're incredible. I will listen to more. Um, also, check out the new Stick to Your Gun song. Yeah. Please. It's awesome. Yeah. No, please do it. Um, Joe, just, what do you got? About you? This week, my recommendation is uh, Precious Art by Roswell Kid. Okay. Um, Tom just kind of told me about them a few weeks ago, and they're they're kind of quirky. They're kind of, they're, they're kind of like Weezer. In a sense, okay. but they're they're really good, and yeah, you should check them out too. Sounds and, cool. Yeah, I, I never. Who are they called? Roswell Kid. Roswell Kid. I've heard of them. I never listened to them. No, though. they're so good. Um, Do they sing about aliens? No. Oh. Well, I don't want to listen to them now. No, but yeah, aliens. give them give them How a listen. The aliens. I don't know if we talk. I mean, noodles. Sorry, I don't know if we really talked about. Uh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if we talked about aliens in the interview or not. I don't remember. Probably not. But yeah, Paul's really an alien, so. All right, everybody. Thank you for checking out our interview with uh, Tom Paul Noodles Towner. Um, make sure you uh, share this with your friends. Listen to all the rest of our episodes that we got. Check out the albums we got. Keep your ears open for anything that Tom's doing. Like I said, he's got Head Splitter in the works. He's got Coasting Out Potential, which uh, I think they're getting ready to release some new stuff here soon. Yep. Um, Tom's always Tom's always involved in music. He's always got projects in the works. Check so. out his previous work. He was in Bad Dreams. He was in Corrections. He yeah. was in Heisman Hopefuls. Heisman Hopefuls. Um, yeah, you can, I mean, if you do a Google search, I'm sure their band camps will come up. Yeah, uh, I guarantee We'll it. try to link that in the description. Also, but. if you have any questions regarding, like, working out or, like, 
proper eating, stuff like that, weight loss, anything like that, give him a message or shoot him a message. He'll be more than happy to help you out. I don't know if we really t- touched on it on this episode, but um, he said he. I know, if, like he's told me before, one of his big dreams is to like be a personal trainer. So you could help him out, ask him questions about how to get muscles and things, stuff like that. Whatever. I don't get know. Get some muscles. What am I? What am I saying? Thanks, right. everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye.